Shall we begin? Welcome back to season two, everybody. It is Claiming Zero, the podcast for the child-free community. I'm still Dallas, and you, <laughs> Vanessa, are still Vanessa, yes? I have not had a name change. No, I am still okay. Vanessa. Yep. And we're mm-hmm. both still without children, yes? Of present day, yes. Excellent. Yep, no children <laughs> that we know of at the moment. So welcome welcome back. We're so excited. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. We're glad you found us over the break. We are starting off um, a little different. So this is topic day, but we have been sitting on this topic for a while. We've touched on it a little bit in season one. We are a child-free podcast. And the more we have learned about the child-free community, we've learned that there is a big difference between being child-free and being childless. And so Dallas and I have talked in the past a little bit, Dallas, about how we don't, we're not childless. Both of us are Mm -hmm. able to have children, but we choose not to be, right? Mm -hmm. And so to talk on this topic, we thought it would be best to bring in really an, an expert in this field who is kind of both, but we'll let her introduce all of that for herself. We have with us today, Jara Mitchell. Hi, Jara. Say hi, Jara. Hello, everybody. Thanks for being here. So why don't you just off the top, just kind of tell us a little about yourself and um, your child-free, childless journey. Yeah. First, thank you so much for having me. Um, Yeah. As you mentioned, my name is Jara. And um, when I was 15, I knew for sure I didn't want children. Um, I had been a babysitter. I'm an old, the eldest of three children. Um, I was always around kids and I knew at a very early age, it's like, Jesus, this is a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And that's what I knew right then and there. So later on in life, I say in my early thirties, I learned that I was infertile um, due to having fibroids. So I can, you know, as you mentioned, both speak on the fact that I am child free and childless. Um, When I received the news about, you know, not being able to conceive, it's like my emotions were all over the place because, you know, as women or as people in general, we have the right to change our minds. But in my right. case, um, that choice was kind of snatched away from me. Yeah. It's very interesting. Knowing so young that you didn't want to have kids. Some people would think, oh, well, that's almost like great that you actually can't physically have them. But it, it, there is that moment where you're like, Ooh, I, I, I still don't want them. But now if that, if I were to change my mind, I, can't have them so that's very interesting and we have talked in before about child freeze making the choice and childless is by, by circumstance you cannot have kids um and so that's why Vanessa and I wanted to have someone to share that experience with us because we can't speak on it it's not something that that either of us have an issue with um so Jarrah what what are fibroids because I've never heard of that yeah so they are um cysts on on the uterus and it causes um, bloating, you know, your stomach looks like it's bloated, um, very painful periods, um, <sighs> heavy bleeding. And a lot of times people don't realize that they have fibroids until, um, or in my case, I, I self-diagnosed first and then I went to a doctor to get it confirmed because I just knew something was wrong. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I decided to get it checked out and get diagnosed. 
Yeah. Now, is that not common? Cause you said you self-diagnose. So is it more common for it to be found? I'm assuming when people are trying to have children that maybe this sort of thing would pop up and they'd say, Oh, you have this, or do you know what's more common? I'm not sure what's common. I just know from me reading so much, I read a lot, do a lot of research. Um, I read, you know, that your cycles are not supposed to be painful or heavy. And if it is, something's wrong. So I started to just do, do my own research and looked at the symptoms of what I was experiencing. And I'm like, do I have fibroids? You know, could mm-hmm. I have fibroids? And um, I went and got it confirmed and I did. So can you talk a little bit about, was there a piece of you? I mean, Dallas kind of mentioned this, but I just imagine like right now, so I'm the fence sitter of the podcast. So I kind of am like, oh, maybe I will, maybe I won't. And in that moment, if I were to hear news like that, I can only imagine what that would feel like. Was there a piece of you that was kind of like, I don't know, what did it, what did it feel like? I guess is the question. Were you a little relieved? Like Dallas was saying like, oh, at least I I won't have children and I didn't really want that. Or were you? Were you sad because you couldn't change your mind? Yeah, so it was actually after a breakup. I was in a long-term relationship and the guy, he wanted children, but I I knew I didn't. Um, At that time, I didn't know I had fibroids. I found out after the, um, you know, the relationship, the breakup. So, you know, when I found out, when I got diagnosed, I I didn't know how to feel, honestly. I kind of felt numb. I was a little depressed. I wondered, you know, why me? It was just, I was kind of all over the place. And then a few days later, I, um, I felt like, okay, I didn't want children anyway. But then I went back. It's like, okay, what if I change my mind? I need somebody else. And he wants children. I'm back in the same predicament. So I was all over the place. I didn't know how to feel. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. And now you have, um, I think I saw on one of your, and it was a live or a reel. So you have a, a nephew. Do you have other nieces or nephews besides the one? I just have a nephew. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you've been, you've been an auntie for a while. You know what it's like to have kids. And you even said, you know, being one of three and experiencing early on that kids are a lot, <laughs> even yeah. us as, when you are kid, you're like, oh man, this girl next to me, she's a little bit much like <laughs> kids kids definitely are are aware of that what I mean was there any moment when you you said you were 15 where you just thought I I'm I'm not doing this later (laughs) yeah because you know I really couldn't play sports like I wanted to um I had to babysit you know my my siblings as well as you know neighbors and cousins down the street it was a lot and I felt like in a sense I really didn't have a childhood myself so now that I'm older, I just kind of want to live my life for me. That makes sense. Um, okay, so one of the questions I am most curious about in regards to the difference between child-free and childless, for those who understand the difference, for myself, I'll speak for myself, when I tell people, oh, I don't want to have kids, or I, I don't think I want to have kids, there's not really like, they're just like, oh, you should, and da-da-da, we've talked a lot about that, is did you ever get anyone who was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, I feel like that would get frustrating and almost feel like a little, did you, did you experience or have, do you experience that being both? Um, I experienced it more on the, the child-free side. You know, people, okay. say, I think you should try to at least have one and try it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just try okay, it. Like, yeah. I try on clothes and shoes. <laughs> Yes, indeed. Motherhood. 
I love that. I try on clothes <laughs> and shoes, not motherhood. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess it's good. It's just more of like, you know, I, I, I think we've talked a lot and we can all agree that people like to have opinions about the choices that we have all made individually that have brought us here today. And so I was just curious, like if in the childless community, if it becomes more of like a, you know, like, oh, poor you, which would be very fresh, frustrating, I can imagine. Yeah. I get that too. Well, I used to in the past. I don't get it now. They would say things like, um, well, I know such and such who was in that same predicament and she has children now. Every oh. situation is not the same, you know. Mm-hmm. It's like they try to be empathetic, but they're, they're not helping. It's just best to be quiet. And, yeah. and so I'm curious about that because especially, I mean, I don't know how old you are now, but at the time when you found out, you know, you got fibroids and this means that, that you know, you're not going to be able to have children were there, was there something you would have wanted someone to say that would have been helpful in any way? Well, I wish that they would have given me natural remedies. Um, now that mm. I'm older, I, I feel as though by me switching from um, me eating meats and now being plant-based, I don't experience painful periods at all um, or none of the other symptoms that comes with um, having fibroids. So I wish that they would have helped in that sense. Yeah, that's interesting you say that. I feel like we, we had a guest on last season, Katie, um, who has undiagnosed endometriosis. And mm-hmm. she had mentioned some things about diet changing just makes you feel better. And um, the birth control I'm on, I don't get a period. So I don't have to deal with that for years at a time. But I can't imagine going back to having them and just being in such pain all the time. That's, that's very interesting. So you mentioned earlier, you, you did research and you continue to do that. Let's talk a little bit about what you do now for both the child-free and childless community. It's really awesome. Go ahead and speak to your brand. (laughs) Thank you. So yeah, I'm the founder of Unfertilized Eggs. Um, Like you mentioned, it speaks to both the child-free and childless community. Um, It's really near and dear to my heart. That's considered my baby in a sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a 90 day journal for child free women, as well as clapback cards. I don't know if, if you guys watch my page like that, but um, when I post my clapbacks, I know I get a lot of response. Yes, those are always very funny. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so I just got the idea one day to uh, develop cards, you know, you know, like the playing cards or the relationship cards. Mm-hmm. So that's what I have for the child-free community right now. I'm going to focus um, the first half of this year speaking to the child-free community. Then the rest of the year from July to December, I'll um, have products out for the child-less community. That's um, awesome. I feel like those have to be, they are kind of two separate entities of the the community of people not having children. I don't want to lump everyone in child for your child list, but I, I imagine that it is real. I mean, the way that you approach support and content resources. and things are, yeah, resources are very different for the two. Um, for anyone that may be listening that is childless in, in the, I mean, not being able to have any children, whether they want to or not, um, what, what would you say to them? What would you say for, for support? So for me, I feel as though there are other ways to, to be a mother than having kids. Um, if you're able to, I guess, develop a rapport with, if you have a niece or a nephew, um, or you can volunteer, be a mentor um, to try to, you know, cultivate that that motherhood um, sense that you may be longing for. Because that's that's what really helped me aside from, you know, the natural natural diet that I'm on now. I just, you know, um, 
reached out to more more kids as far as you know I'm, I'm part of a sorority as well so I um, signed up to be a mentor within my sorority and that really helped me oh that's nice yeah it's it's not just about your physical body but about your your mental health and your mental well-being too that I like that you said to volunteer and to mentor and stuff that's really great yeah and to be able to pour into another child's life and still mm-hmm. have that that um, motherhood influence but not of course not having to bring them back home and put them to bed and feed them dinner all the night yes (laughs) but still getting a great to be a great influence on someone's life that's really awesome Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah I would think that one of the major differences between being child free and childless is those who are childless might very much have the desire to we'll speak to women mother parent want that so that is something that again we we don't know we don't experience um but you're, you're speaking to, you know, there's, there's other ways to do that. Like for me, I'm like, I don't want to mentor nobody. That's exactly why I'm not creating people, but that's like why I'm child free. Right. Versus if I wanted that, that makes so much sense. So I love that you are a a source for both and encouraging and supporting both um, on both sides, because there needs to be support on both sides because we can't really, you know, I know what that feels like. Right. So um, the 90 day journal, can we, can you explain a little bit about like, is it, is it just, is there any like prompts in there or resources in there or what exactly comes with the journal? Yeah, absolutely. So for me, I really believe in journaling, but a lot of the journals, they have you kind of answer the same questions. So it's kind of mundane, um, in my, in my opinion, but in the 90 day journal for, um, child-free women that I'm releasing. It has a lot of my own personal stories because there was a time when I used to just be quiet about being child-free because of the backlash and all the questions and negativity I I get. So um, I wrote about those in this journal. Then there's, of course, writing prompts that'll allow women to um, go back and reflect to see if they can relate to what I've written. And then there's about 25 to 30 um, celebrity child-free celebrities, their stories and their quotes in here. There's wow. daily, yeah, uh, daily affirmations, um, gratitude prompts, as well as a playlist in the back, an upbeat playlist. Oh, fun. Oh, that sounds like there's a lot more to it than just an empty book of like, here, write your feelings and thoughts down. Like, that's really cool. Yeah. That's something that if you're like, I don't know about journaling, just put on, the, go to the playlist or read some of the quotes and that that'll get you through a day. That's really cool. Yes, thank you. Yeah. I put a lot of thought into this. I want it to be really unique. Being that you are child-free and also childless, what would you say would be really helpful for say a child-free person to not say to a childless person, but how does the community kind of come together in both ways? Cause I know that sometimes, you know, and then this, I've just heard this, I've not heard from a single source about it, but you know, people will say, oh, well, you know, you have the option to still have kids. So you should have them. Whereas like, I, I, I can't even have my own. And I've heard that before. And that's a thing that childhood people deal with, but what, what would be a good, you know, just a good way to communicate between the community? Would you think we're over here trying to solve world peace? All right? I know, listen, like, you know what? We're just all the problems. Bring- we're solving them right here in 30 minutes. Uh, I guess it could kind of go the other way too of, you know, you spoke a little bit earlier, maybe expand on that. Like the things that are like not welcomed, like we know what we don't mm-hmm. like to hear as child-free people. We don't like to hear you should try it. Right. Like what we were saying, or you'd be a great mom. And it's like, those are things that are like leave us alone so is there anything that the child on the childless side that it's like just 
try not to say these things. And I know you can't speak for everyone, but just in your personal experience. Yeah. Um, I've experienced some others to tell me, um, well, my, my child is a tyrant and at least you don't have to deal with that. Oh, okay. <laughs> that, that wasn't really helpful at all because of the way I would raise my child. If I were to have one, they wouldn't mm-hmm. be a tyrant. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, just, just try to be more empathetic and don't say things like, oh, you're not missing anything because you never know what, oh. what that woman is going through internally. Don't just brush it off. That's a good one. That's true. And and I think, you know, obviously we say we say you're an expert, but you're, you know, you're just going through your own life experience. I don't think any of us can speak for the whole community in its entirety. And um what you're, what it sounds like is that at the end of the day, like every, we'll say woman's story is so unique and so specific that if we just took the time to hear their story, maybe it would be less about our projection of what we think from the outside and more about what they actually have experienced and like speaking to that. This is kind of what I'm hearing you say. Right, exactly. That's awesome. I love what you're doing. I truly do. I think that this was a, it's a great way for us to start off season two, to bring in a whole nother area of the, we don't have kids community, which is what we're going to call it. Everyone's listening, like just say, but we want to talk more about like where people can connect with you and where, like, where can they find you? You have, you have a website. Is that correct? I do. Yes. I um, have a website, YouTube, um, Facebook, all of that under Unfertilized Eggs. Website is um, unfertilizedeggs.com. And that's where they can get the journal, the 90-day journal. So make sure you guys go and get that. And Unfertilized Eggs is your Instagram handle as well. So they can follow you there too. And um, lots of, lots of fun clapbacks, I will say. I've been... (laughs) to see every, every now and then and they're they're definitely worthwhile to check out so thank you jara so much for joining us today we really appreciate it you're welcome thank you again for having me of course okay. all right well that was a i think that was a very riveting topic for us to start the podcast out with and i think it's kind of a little bit like different than what we usually do so people are probably like what the heck but season two has yeah. just got a bunch of surprises in it so well, and we are learning so much too. And I think that we enjoy doing this podcast so much because we're also learning along the way and, mm-hmm. and people who are childless are, are not something that we're familiar with. And so it's, yeah. but we also want to, I mean, we want to be there to support those people as well. So yeah. And I loved, I loved that question. I love that. You're like, how do we all come together? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah. it's impossible to answer, but it's, you know, it's one of those things where you're like, I mean, we're all kind of here together in the same book. So, <laughs> yeah, we're all in the same sea, just in mm-hmm. different looking boats. So there you go. Yeah. That's it. But, <laughs> well, that was exciting. We did want to also take some time to, to say hi to all of you. Welcome Yay! back to the podcast. I'm sure we're you so all happy. <laughs> Aren't you so glad that you don't have to hear my annoying voice on the intro anymore? You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, we, we shortened you down. We cut you. Listen, I know you all skipped through it anyways. So we just jumped into the meat and potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you're so if you're if you're a listener and you're not a follower on Instagram, then listen in because we have upped the ante on the Instagram over the break. Um, we started putting some really fun talker topics out there so you can connect with the other child-free community. We're really making this podcast the podcast for the child-free community, meaning We want to hear from you guys. And we say that, but we really truthfully want to know what you want to know about. We heard Mm -hmm. you loud and proud telling us the topics you want to know more on. 
and the sort of guests you'd like to know and the the um, child-free history and history. So head over to the Instagram because that is where all those fun conversations are happening. And then what else is on the Instagram, Dallas? Tell us. <gasps> Vanessa worked very hard <laughs> on really, I mean, when she says up to our Instagram game, we now have a link tree in our Instagram. That's and the you, most work I've ever done. I mean, <laughs> I didn't know how to do it. I still don't know how to do it. It's just <laughs> there magically one day. <laughs> so, but there's really cool stuff on there. So obviously you can, you know, go to our bus route, but one of the cool things is the, what would you do submission? Mm-hmm. So when you click on there, fill out the Google doc, tell us your story about something that happened to you. And then we're going to read it and we're going to talk about it and say, well, what would you do? What would you have done? Right. So definitely do that. Don't be shy. Tell us your stories. If you have more than one, throw them all in there because yes. we're going to have some real fun with this. And we set it up in a way it's a submission form. So you can stay anonymous if you want to, we do not mm-hmm. have to out you and your name. Um, you can have fun with it. You can change your name, whatever. If you want your name out there, like, dude, I don't care. Then you can put that in there too. And it can be either, or it could be a positive experience. It could be a negative experience. It's really True. just us creating a venting space for all of the shenanigans child-free people have to deal with. And we actually have one of those that is going to be coming out on Instagram tomorrow. So you want to follow the Instagram because these are not going to be part of the podcast. These are going to be solely to Instagram on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So what make would sure- you do Wednesday? That's right. <laughs> so you don't forget. So, so yes. I don't forget. Uh, but yes. And then the other thing we added in was Dallas. We're such good partners. Dallas found or didn't find, but she introduced me to this bias a coffee um, mm-hmm. things. So we've talked a little bit about Patreon and all that stuff. And at the end of the day, we, y'all should know by now we do the podcast for fun. We enjoy it. We mm-hmm. love it. Um, but we are like, you know what, if you feel so led to put in a dollar or two, and that's what this is, it's a buy, buy a coffee. You can chip in a couple bucks and then that goes to the podcast. We've got a little bit of fees that are, mm-hmm. that we are accumulating now that we're trying to up the ante, but we would like to use that money. I know it's buy us a coffee, but we would like, if we get enough funds to use that, to do other cool things on the podcast, like that's Mm -hmm. the idea, right? So Mm -hmm. that's what that is. And that's also in the link tree. So if you feel led to do that, you can do that. And I think that's everything. Yeah. I mean, you can still rate and review and everything. I know Apple is not something everybody has, but Spotify is A lot of people are on Spotify and anything that you listen to now on Spotify, you can give it a star rating. You don't leave a review. It's completely anonymous. Like literally Mm -hmm. I went in and gave us a five-star review because I think our podcast is awesome. (laughs) So it's that simple. You just give us five stars. And this is like, people talk about this all the time, but this is how it kind of promotes our podcast on Spotify as well and kind of pushes it to the top and other people that are searching for different things will pop up for. So we just want to grow the community. And that's really what Vanessa and I did to kind of start this as for fun. But as we started doing it, we realized this is a massive community of incredible people. And we Mm -hmm. are so excited to be a part of it. And all we want to do is be helpful and have fun and be a space for this community. 
Yeah. And we get good feedback. You guys have been so kind and we've been getting DMs and emails and we always mm-hmm. share them with each other. And we're like, look, more people. So we hear you that we don't want to display or, or discount the people who have reached out and have reviewed yeah. and have said things. We are so appreciative of that. And it's not that we don't appreciate that. It's just that we want to also encourage everyone else to spread their thoughts and feelings because mm-hmm. that's how other people's stories get heard. You know, all these guests that have been brave enough to come on here and talk about their stories that's Mm -hmm. how other people get encouraged so that's where it comes from we promise we're not trying to like retire and be the kardashians that's not it listen (laughs) we're not even putting effort into making ads on this podcast because we don't want to do that that's not how we want to be so (laughs) no zero percent look if we don't want children what makes you think we want the responsibility of like (laughs) yeah no no that's that extra effort that we're we're good (laughs) we're missing that part yes anyway well yes thank you guys so much for listening we appreciate it and the format's gonna be staying the same we're still on tuesdays it'll be every week now and Mm -hmm. it'll be the same rotation of types of episodes so head over to claiming zero podcast or sorry claiming zero on instagram and our email at claiming zero podcast at gmail.com yes that (laughs) That is our email (laughs) i'm fired you know what and this is why we don't take a month off y'all sorry (laughs) okay sorry goodbye bye (laughs) 